All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. Mandalorian is coming back sooner than expected. We debate the upcoming Indiana Jones movie, and we break down Sicario to wrap up round two of our three watch. Let's go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Great. You? I'm great, because uh, just like last episode, we are recording in person today. What, in, a ni- what a nice treat. We're in the same room. Our mics are here. We sound great. I love it. It feels nice. We Let's interrupt do it more each, often. We inter- interrupt each other way more here, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I've liked this. This is wonderful. And we did have a great sports cast, so go back and check that out. We talked all about the Vikings going to 10 and 2. We talked about the World Cup and Team USA and the Timberwolves and the Twins and so on and so forth. It was all great. It's cool. It was good. Really fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Before we dive into this episode, we need you guys to do us a favor, and that's give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Love it. Me too. Yeah. All right, guys, what are we drinking? We are with our good friends from Junkyard. Good friends. Love it. This beer is called Jason Waterfalls. Great name. And it's a New England style IPA, um, whatever hops, and it's got a picture of a dude with a mullet, and there's a kayaker kayaking down the mullet. Yes. The waterfall-ish type mullet. So, And then they have at the bottom, don't go, Jason Waterfalls. Don't which go, is great. Jason Waterfall. Anyway, which one would you be in the TLC group? Um, Left eye, you said. Yeah, the crazy one. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. One look at you. The one that set her husband's house on fire. Whoa, what happened? <laughs> yeah, and Andre she Ryzen. fucking died. And she is was, dead. Yeah. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Who else was in TLC? Chili. 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 She was. And T Boz. Oh my God. No one was going to think of T Boz and Chili. This is why Ryan is my number one draft pick for any <laughs> trivia night. My God, T Boz. Let's go. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, this is great beer. Thanks for bringing it, Ryan. Th- yeah. Thanks for having me, I guess. I don't <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, need you, it's very right. awkward. <laughs> Do we care? Mandalorian Season 3, it's announced it's coming out on March 1st. Yeah, we care. That's great. Um, Wait, you don't care that much anymore? Let's that we just have, like, say no. I don't. I mean, maybe this is going to go back to the, uh, you know, Favreau and Filoni mm-hmm. um, version of Star Wars, which I think is slightly underwhelming compared to Andor. The Gilroy but, version? Yes, but I'm excited to get back into Pedro Pascal and and mm-hmm. where that's going to go. But like and Baby Yoda and Baby Yoda, of course, sure. Grogu. I don't think um, listening to Mando like on his knee, listen to some gal talk about um, your armor is going to be nearly as appealing mm-hmm. as like you know a heist from yeah. the Empire. So where they're like, hey, how do we fucking like actually make a dent in the Empire? Yeah. And they're just talking, re- and this is like. Rise, if you feel that you've met the you know credence yeah. of the Mandalorian. You've removed your helmet. You are hereby excommunicated. <laughs> like, okay, fine, bitch. I got the fucking sword. I got the armor. Anyways, I think that we are going to watch this show and be revitalized on oh. the Mando. I think we're going to really enjoy it. I think that as soon as we see some trailers and we see you know that first episode's about to drop we're all going to get very hyped it is a very good show do you think Filoni and Favreau were getting dailies on andor and they're like dude holy fuck this dude. shit's really good we got yeah, kinda... maybe we should tone down the stupid silly shit yeah, for the... kids and put in some music. i i have a feeling that Filoni was very hands-on with is my guess oh you think he was i don't involved? think he's involved at all 
I mean, like this, Tony doesn't Gilroy's. he get to say though, like what's going on? He's kind of I don't like know. He's not like head of. He's not like Kathleen no. Kennedy. I no. mean, they might have. They probably sent him dailies. I do think yeah. that that's probably. I'm sure true. he was. I'm sure he had involved. some input, but he's not listed as an as an executive producer or anything. Right. It's interesting. And they would give him that credit if he was. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm obviously I'm very excited for more Andor, but. Dude, Mando was the OG. We all liked it. No reason not to now. I still do. I can't wait. This is yeah. a top show. Um, one of the shows I'm the most excited about now. And also, I have a question. At no point in time did they tell tell <clears throat> did they call him Baby Yoda, right? No, Correct. they never did. No, no. just no. he was the, the child. People. He was the child. But and just now the he's population Yoda. just decided he was Baby Yoda. Yes, nobody they, instantly. They never referred to him by name. They didn't even know what species he was or whatever. Right. They like like he said it was it was the <laughs> the child, and then they eventually landed on Grogu. Yeah, but but the it's like one of the only times that just the masses just decided someone was a name. I mean, it kind of well, fits if the shoe fits, right? I feel like give me a give me like a few minutes, see if I can come up with another well, one. Well, I, I dare you to. Oh, I can. But I mean, maybe. But yeah, Baby Yoda. Can you think about it for a few I'll minutes? interrupt you I, I, I in mean, the middle I, of something yeah, random. I mean, later. I know his name is Grogu, and I refuse to call him that. It's not Grogu. Yeah, it's yeah. Baby Yoda. He's Baby Yoda. But I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, let's talk a, a little bit about Andor, though. So it's one of the shows of the year. Mm-hmm. One of the best things Disney has done in a really long time, in my opinion. Sure. And uh, top-level Star Wars. Yes. It could have gotten even better, um, but it sounds like they actually had to edit uh, one of the big speeches from the series. Uh, what happened? All right, so big moment. Sort of, you know, you talk about the spark of of the uprising. Um, we have Marva, all right, who turned out to be a great character, Marva Andor. Oh, great character. She went from, like, putting Harry Potter into closets to <laughs> oh, fighting the her. fucking empire. <laughs> that was her. Well, 12, 12 episodes oh. have led to this point, yes, essentially. It, 12 episodes. So she's giving a big, uh, uh, you know, a post-humus speech uh, via, you know, this really cool big old hologram. And, you know, towards the end of it, she's she's saying, fight the Empire, fight the Empire. And it sparks this big-ass fucking uprising. It's really cool. And um, apparently, they had to dub that over because they had written, filmed, fuck the Empire, fuck the Empire. How hype is that? Why did Someday they can we see it with that? No I... one's ever said fuck. We don't even know if it's, like, you know, nomenclature in the if universe. they would have said fuck the empire i would have just got up and started a revolution i would myself. have flipped yeah. the, the table the nearest table to me i would have flipped that i already was hyped yeah. fight yeah. the empire well and i guarantee it's so cool that tony gilroy was like i'm gonna try and sneak this yeah, in yeah just I'm do gonna it. try and slip it by you know like the people watching the editors and you know whatever were like so hype and it's like god i want to keep this it's in perfect. how do we keep this yeah. in how do we keep this in? i mean you have to realize though like a person who had already decided they were ready to die for a cause they believe in, um, mm-hmm. who lived in tough circumstances, but stayed in those circumstances to fight for people and was willing to fight against uh, an army of, uh, you know, and an empire that could crush her at any second. Mm-hmm. No fucking way she would say fuck. Right. I'm kidding. Of course yeah. she would. She uh, okay. didn't give a shit about anything. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, nah, we got to keep it true she to character. Yeah. Dude, no, this is crazy. This was like, a, this feels like war. The stakes feel so high. You know, in, in fact, the only thing that isn't realistic about it isn't that there's not more swearing. Yeah. Because it's like the most gritty, realistic movie. It's like a PG-13 movie that's like really gritty. And you're like, but why aren't they saying fuck every other word? Well, they did drop a shit. Do. They did drop a shit bomb in Which there. we should, we should acknowledge. Guys should, get blown up. progress. Guys get blown up and they're like, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Shoot. The, uh, like Kirk yeah. Cousins on the sidelines. <laughs> A little, Frick! Will, a little Wilhelm scream in there. Yeah. 
Oh. You shot me with your freaking gun, good show, freaking idiot. Yeah. Good show, anyways. We'll take it. All I asked for was freaking sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> hey, maybe next season. All right. Uh, what about this? Uh, this is right up your guys' alley. A Harry and Meghan docu series is coming. Um, does mm. this do anything for you? Oh no, 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 it doesn't. So Netflix is doing this big thing, and you know they're trying to paint it as this you know documentary about their life. But I saw the trailer, and I'm like, dude. This is the Kardashians. It's no different at all. I mean, they're just like literally like, oh shit, they cut us off. Megan is not a very good actress, maybe. She doesn't seem to work a lot. Um, we better sell our story and just make the fucking, you know, English outcast Kardashians. Are, <clears throat> is Netflix like trying to be like, is this like the crown adjacent, right? They've, mm. they've invested so much money yeah. in the crown so that like now we're going to show the real royals kind of oh like it's, it's kind of building up to that is that what this is intended to do i don't know i bet a lot a lot of people watch this and i will oh, be for one of them. sure i will not be one no, of them i have I no interest. care less about any of this shit uh so no on this one if they were playing do we care i don't care agreed oh i don't care at all all right uh, what about this the last of us trailer dropped I care. the official trailer the official trailer i care i'm not even watching any of this stuff i'm already in right. to watch it yeah. i can't wait I like the cast. I'm excited about the story. I love that it's going to be on HBO. There's just nothing not to like. So mm-hmm. at this point, I'm kind of like, I'm already in. You don't have to sell me. But right. tell me what you guys thought. Well, I think, um, I forget the gal's name. She was the little bear in Game of Thrones, original season. She's great. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I'm not going to remember. Okay. Bella Ramsey, I guess, was her character name. There anyway, um, doing, an, doing a, an American accent, mm-hmm. she looks... And feels like the part, like really well. I think she does. I mean, it's a little bit weird because it was the Ellen Page yep. who did the voice and modeled it. Um, obviously, that's not going to happen anymore because, you know, she has become Ellen or... Um, her he, name he. is... Her name just is Bella Ramsey. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Oh, that's the actress name. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, hey, good job, buddy. Is it? Yeah. She yeah. was Mormon something in oh, the show. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, that's I'm right. Thank Mormon. you. Thank you. Anyways, thank yeah. So, Bella Ramsey. Nice work. Okay. Um, so, I did get it. Well, obviously... Um, Elliot Page is not going to be reprising this, and that's fine because, you know, even before any transition, he was too old. So I like it. I just kind of think like, well, it doesn't look quite the same, but that's okay because a lot of the stuff really did like match up great with the game. Um, You know, at the end, you get this like vision of a mushroom, you know, covered bloater, which was one of the kind of bad guys, you know, one of the ones you ran into like 17 times throughout the game, and it was always a fucking nightmare. Because you had eight bullets. Um, yeah, yeah, you had eight, you had eight bullets. And, a, and even and if you wood. kill them with seven bullets, you probably should restart because yeah. you're going to need more than one. I hate games like that. Hate them. Um, too stressful. But anyways, it looked really, really scary and really amazing. And even in the, this trailer, the focus is definitely on the group of survivors mm-hmm. and the other clans of survivors. So f- kind of like Walking Dead was, yeah. where really their biggest danger is generally other, other people, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. which you kind of get. Um, well, you get that throughout the game. I mean, you're yeah. constantly like invading like other camps and stuff like that, which to, was cool. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff was was fun. But um, yeah, I think I just thought it looked awesome, man. It looks I, great. I it looks so good. It looks so much like the game. I hope it feels like the game, mm-hmm. where that was in a way like a cinematic masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the clickers. I think it's going to be a lot scarier um, than probably the video game was because you could kind of control. Th- some of those aspects and i think that there's going to be stuff thrown at you that you may not be expecting it's not going to go exactly linearly to the way that you played it so um but i think eric said it exactly perfect this is hbo this is some top tier actors and actresses that are going to perform like the production value is through the roof like it looks incredible 
Um, there's no reason that this is going to be a failure unless they just decide to completely divert from the story of the video game, which it doesn't look like they're going to do. So I think at least season one is going to be awesome, and then we should really hold our breath after that because they might have to kind of get off script. But um, They'll just dude, remaster season one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like the video games. Yeah, We're re-releasing. Uh, I think it looks great. I'm psyched. Very much care. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait for this. Uh, what about another thing that looks like a masterpiece that we should all believe in? And that's the uh, trailer we got for Cocaine Bear. <laughs> this is Jim's. It actually looked pretty, pretty fucking good. I did hear about this. You know, I think I heard about this in like a meme that was like, you know, at one point in 19 whatever, a bear ingested a certain amount of cocaine and he became the ultimate apex predator that the yeah, world's yeah, ever yeah, seen yeah. or something. And everybody okay. saw that and was like, yeah, right. And yeah. that did happen, yeah. and I don't know if it happened like this, but the trailer looked really fun, and the bear CG looks really good. I'm I'm kind of into this. Like, if Nick Cage was in it, I mean, it really would put it over the edge, but they they couldn't get him. I feel like because they needed. I mean, they blew the they budget. cocaine bear. They're like, dude, where's Nick Cage? We they blew the budget on the CG. Bear. He's gonna play the bear. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> He's like cocaine. I heard cocaine. I'm in. You had yeah. me at cocaine. Uh it does look good, though. Did you watch it, Eric? Did you watch the trailer? Uh, no, I've seen some clips of it, though. I mean, it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, probably. It's going to be bad. It's the, probably going to be worth watching. These things are always terrible. This is like a Shark Week movie. <laughs> Sharknado? You mean shark, Sharknado? Oh, yeah. no. Cocaine Bear. It's going to be like 17 cocaine, cocaine Bear sequels. Somebody calls. It's like, now he's into meth. Oh, shit. <laughs> somebody, somebody call Tara Reed's agent. Yeah. Get her on for Cocaine meth Bear, Meth alligator. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely happened so where's that one <laughs> i like that you immediately went like cajun accent with that like yeah. math alligator you know like again jesus yeah. jab <laughs> i want to see meth alligator yeah. <laughs> like badly right. yeah all right so what about this one i mean cocaine, about- cocaine croc is just right there too oh it like, is right there yeah speaking of um apex predators mm. we got a trailer for transformers rise of the beasts we did yeah I mean, we did. Uh, it looks, you know, just like another Transformers sequel to me. But some people are excited about it because it, what is it? Beast Wars? Is that what it is? What's the beast? Yeah. Angle? I mean, I don't really know anything about Beast Wars other than that the cartoon was cool and the action figures were sick. So you sounds like you know a lot about it. Um, I couldn't tell you any. I know there's a cheetah. Okay. There's an ape. There better or, be uh, a gorilla because there was one in the trailer. A gorilla and a cheetah. Um, I don't know any other one. Okay. I don't I don't know much about it, but the Beast Wars were fucking cool looking. It was yeah. kind of like Street Sharks. Like I like wanted it to be a thing, mm. but I, I don't know if it was ever good. Ran out of momentum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's fine. Um I thought it looked you know, the trailer looks whatever. I, I did like that Bumblebee movie they made a little it was bit great. while back. I love Bumblebee. I, I think this is set in like the nineties, early nineties, so I think it's maybe a continuation of that. And Michael Bay's not involved. They, so. Michael Bay's not involved. I don't think they got Haley Steinfeld back. Doesn't look like I saw her anywhere. So um and she was maybe the best part of that movie. So um yeah, man, don't care. Ultimately don't care. I think this I care a little bit, but not gonna see it in theaters. Uh, probably watch it on a, my next airplane ride. Yeah, for like 40 minutes, and then you're like, damn, that was a waste of 40 minutes. Yeah. What else we got? Do I have time for another one? Yeah, don't care. Okay, what about this? Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, which I would know from... I think he was in, he was in Kick-Ass, which was a long time ago, but he's been in other stuff. Um, like what, Jim? I don't know. I can't... <laughs> no, I don't know. Is, well, Aaron <laughs> Taylor Johnson is the current favorite to be the next Bond. Is he British? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's British. Um, he's handsome. He's probably 33. I don't mm-hmm. know if I had to guess. Um, he, oh, but here's my problem with him. He always kind of has this, like, like he's trying to look cool all the time look, and maybe that's good for Bond. 
But I would think when I'm watching it, I'm going to be like, I'm not really rooting for this guy. Did you think Pierce Brosnan was doing that? Pierce Brosnan just is fucking... He could just play himself. He was so cool. Oh, he's Quicksilver in Avengers. Yes, he was Quicksilver. Okay, remember him? He died in Ultron? He's Pietro. He came and went in one movie. He had one movie. He's in two. Oh, was he? Okay, what about about this? Mm -hmm. Um, Did you think Daniel Craig was always trying to look cool? No. No, he just looked grumpy. Okay. No, Which just, was kind of no, his I think bond. he just looked cool. Yeah, he I think just he did. was cool, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't hate it. I do have some, you know, faith in whoever they go with next, but I feel like we should probably find out within, well, I don't know, your a few is... months. Like, they, you know, they're going to make another one. They're, they want to start production, I'm sure. I want the same, to be in the same universe. Off the heels. Oh, I love that. That's what I want. I want it to I be in the same universe. Be a reboot. I, it will be a reboot, but I wish it wasn't. Well, no, they're, they're just, it'll just be a different 007. That doesn't mean. Like the 007 is a position within yeah. the, the SAS. If they did, a, yeah, if they kept in the same James universe, but Bond they're going to also be a position. It is. And they, James that's just Bond his name. is a position of just like a, a womanizer. No, 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 no. But it's like, it's yeah. like, it's like, um, <laughs> oh, what was the, what's the stupid aliens movie with Will Smith and Men in Black? Yeah. Jay, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not, he becomes Jay and he goes by Jay, but that's not his real name. And I think that's the same thing with 007. You just become James Bond. Yeah. And it's a it's a title. It's not who you are. They yeah. tried to ruin it though by giving the 007 away to that girl, and she was oh, yeah. 007. I was like, you hated that? I thought I you liked it. that movie. I did like that movie a lot. I thought that movie was almost perfect, but that part was stupid because then James Bond couldn't be in the same universe. You couldn't just become the next James yeah. Bond. Mm. You had to. You were just the next 007, and I okay. think that was kind of stupid. That meant his name actually was James Bond. I think it was. I mean, didn't they show like the Bond family? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff right. like, yeah. We just did a right. I Never screwed mind. that up. I'm sorry, everyone. You guys, what a waste of time. I waste anyway, time there. Um, remember off the He's heels pick, of Game of Thrones at its peak, you guys tabbed Richard Madden mm. yeah. as your next I would still bond. like that. I would still like that. I like him. Um, there's a lot of great options out there, but I did not, for some reason, did not think of Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's going to be in a big um, big Hollywood bomb coming up, Craven, Craven the Hunter, oh, the boy. spinoff, you know, one of, one of these uh, Sony... Spider-Man villains without Spider-Man? Gonna be bad. Okay, what about this? Um, we did get a trailer for Indiana Jones 5. And it looked sweet. Yep. It did? Yes. It did? I thought it looked great. I think it looks bad. They, did you actually watch it? I did. Oh my god. He watches one trailer only I thought to it looked on it. bad because the problem is, is like every action scene, he's riding in something. Yeah, he can't he run Because he is an fast. old man who can't do so he's anything. he's on a horse, he's in a car. He's yeah, in a... he's just riding that's, things. That's pretty... And he probably shouldn't be on the horse, to be honest with you. That wasn't even him on the horse. Let's yeah. just be that's real true. for what I he's I think that's my old. issue with it is like, they blew this so badly that mm-hmm. they're still just trying to keep running it back. And yeah. like, even if the story's good, it's just like what am I supposed he's a tomb raider what tombs is he gonna raid he can't hardly walk he's almost about to raid his own tomb at this point so like let's just let him go to rest <laughs> maybe he'll pick it out yeah, yeah. Or maybe that's the that's maybe that's so the theme good. of this yeah. that's so good <laughs> Uh, I thought it actually looked cool. The de-aging looks awesome. Like, they're going to have some extended scenes that are flashbacks where they de-age Harrison, and I think it's going to feel and look like some of the best indie we've ever gotten. So that's what they're going to do with their best action scenes. Uh, yes. are all going to be I've... throwback with some other person's Good. body. fuck it. Why not? Who cares? Yeah. I hope that in, t- in 20 years they make a movie that's set between 
Indiana Jones 2 and 3, and it's all CG, and it looks fucking awesome. Like, you I guys hate Indiana Jones. You said he's all about the, the loot. He is and... a dick, though. He's not the hero we think he is. But no. He's, he's definitely a he's fun guy of, to watch. He's kind of selfish and a little aggressive with but, the women. And he's not can... that into the history. He's definitely more into the money. He's more into like the money and then like the, fame. the, the, like, the grabbing and like... Of the women. Being a little running. forceful with the women. Yeah, yeah. He likes to push them up against the wall, and then right when they think they don't want it, <laughs> turns out maybe they do. At I least think, in the movies. I think that that was such a fantasy of people in the past, because every action hero, they're like, what are you doing? And then they slap the guy in the face, and then they kiss them anyways. Yeah. <laughs> right. That all that, ages That was poorly. never written by a woman. A woman. No, no woman ever wrote that scene. That's horrible. Yeah, like, like, what's the one where he's uh, dating the girl? Um, she's like, I think it's the third James Bond movie. Okay, you know that one. Um, she's the monkeys in it. The third James Bond. I'm sorry, or Indiana the third Jones. Indiana Jones. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, right, so right. Th- that's the Last Crusade. Yeah, and he's dating that woman in it, and she hates him like the whole time. No, she's the bartender. Mar- that's that's one. That's oh. that's Raiders. <sighs> that that relationship is not healthy. Very tall. No, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> They burn down the bar. It's a whole problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you actually think this is going to be good? Yeah. No. I I really have my doubts on this. Um, the last one left such a bad taste in my mouth. Yep. Um, at this point, they're batting 500 in uh, in Indiana Jones movies. Okay. One and three are great. Two is... Mm, it's weird. And three, four was horrendous. Atrocious. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, no, this is going to be good. Okay. Uh, we also got a it's Guardians. James Mangold. He's a great director. Guardians three tr- teaser trailer. It was pretty much just a full trailer. Though. It was a felt like a full trailer. It mm-hmm. feels like I'm gonna cry in this movie. Like it looks like they're all gonna fucking die. I don't know. It looks really sad. I think that this is one of the great um, successes of Marvel. Okay. Yes. Is the Guardians? This is a this is like a, a crew that I had never heard of that I had next to no interest in. That somehow they got me to care and care a lot. Well, and then when them. we saw, sorry, when we saw what what it was, we're like, a a what? A raccoon in a tree? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, literally. And Dave Bautista, <laughs> who doesn't act, and we thought he sucked, and a green gal. And then we're like, okay, Zoe Saldana, who only does movies like this. So yeah, not that doesn't do anything. Oh, for and her. she's pretty upset about being typecast. And in then this we're big like, superhero all right, movie. Chris Pratt's kind of well. Actually, at that time, we had never seen Chris Pratt super ripped. So we're like, okay, he's kind of a fat comedic guy. And then they had like in the trailer the scene where he gets like sprayed with the orange stuff. And we're like, oh, actually, he's fucking super cut. They got him those uh, liver liver king steroids, yeah. which was great. Um, I think this looks good, dude. I, I think it's going to be like this big emotional conclusion. Um, we get to see Adam Warlock, which is going to be cool. That uh, Will Poulter kid yeah, who grew up to be like this kind of he actually looks like he could be an action hero at this point. So that's going to be interesting. And they did plant that seed. Remember, it was like a post-credit scene in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Where like, you know, the golden people or the yeah. the sovereign were like, I'll call him Adam. And we're like, all right, when are we going to see this motherfucker? Yeah, him Seven and years, Mephisto. 15 years later, yeah. Uh, dude, I think this looks good. I think it's going to be a big winner for Marvel in this next uh, phase. I think James Gunn, um, for all, incent- all intents and purposes, this is his baby. This right. was his, his like original like big thing that really hit and i think he's going to treat it with care and respect and give it the proper send-off that it deserves yeah since he's a traitorous bitch and is moving over to dc (laughs) you better make dc awesome because we're not going to get him on marvel stuff anymore and that sucks no but i think i think everyone's giving their all for this because they know how special it's been yeah 
it's you know it's been through i mean technically like five films between the avengers ones and stuff so right i think it's going to be great i think it's probably going to be the best of the three. Ooh, i like that and the first one is so good so i definitely care about this i'm really looking forward to it and i think we're going to get a nice emotional send up yeah i mean i think most of these actors are going to be done like move on whether they yeah whether they die or, or they walk- say i'm done and i'm you know the, the guardians is going to be over after yes. this so uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's gonna be intense. Whether they want to or not, I think their their roles are are coming to it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Jim, you actually for our hot Rex and not Rex this week, you watched the Guardians Christmas special. I did, I did. It had the whole crew except for uh, Gamora was not in it, which I guess it, at the current point in the story, there's old version of Gamora who's still alive, doesn't know anything going on, and then you know the regular version died, um, sacrificed, sacrificed, yeah. whatever. So like maybe she'll come back, but she didn't come back for this. Um, it was mildly funny. It was, it had some good CG. It's pretty cheesy. I think if you guys watched it, you'd be like, well, this is kind of bad, but you might also smile, laugh a little bit, enjoy it a little bit. Um, it's not fantastic. I'll tell you that. I, I liked Werewolf by Night better, and so you guys are going to hate this, I'm guessing, because you guys both didn't like that. I liked it. Oh, okay. It was pretty good. Um, I think you should, I mean, you could watch this. It's only 50 minutes. What else are you doing? Did it get you in the holiday spirit? Yeah, it's it's a holiday movie. It's kind of, okay. it's it's nice. Um, it's not their best. It doesn't, like, tarnish the rest of the Guardians. It's not, like, so bad that you're like, oh, God, I don't even want to watch anymore it's of these guys. It's not the Star Wars Christmas special. It's not, the, it's not the Star Wars Christmas special. But it's not that much better than that either. So, okay. you know, there's a big focus on Kevin Bacon. A lot of Kevin Bacon. Um, he's in it. Not sold. Because, I mean, you know, it's an ongoing joke of, like, Kevin Bacon is, you know, the coolest actor that's ever, because Peter Quill left Earth oh, yeah, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, obviously, Footloose is the greatest movie. So, there's a ton of references to those, and I think I'm done here because... You I, lost me. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. good. Either I was on board until it went to Kevin Bacon. Oh, it's, it's a like, lot of Kevin Bacon, Brody. How many degrees to Kevin Bacon? Uh, they put them all in the movie. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it sucks. Just skip it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, better late than never time. Uh, Ryan, you watched Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza is a movie by Mr. Paul Thomas Anderson. Big deal. Um, deal. I watched this and talked about it very briefly months ago. He's a guy most notably from films such as uh, Mm. I Drink Your Milkshake. What was that one There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. Yeah, he's great. He did Magnolia. I mean, he did Gangs. No, that was Scorsese. Uh, Kind of a big deal, though. Yes. Kind of a big deal. Um, Licorice Pizza is about um, a 13-year-old boy, 14-year-old boy. Confident kid, though. Who's kind of like a, a hustler, wannabe, like, businessman, like, kind of trying to find his way. He's like uh, he's like D- Schwartzman in um, Rushmore. Sure. Um, anyway, she's 25 or 28 or something, <laughs> mm-hmm. his love interest, so significantly older. Um, it's a very weird journey. It's a very weird movie yeah um definitely in my opinion not his best work i don't think i would recommend this movie to a lot of people maybe maybe cinephiles that people like i would definitely recommend it to you i definitely wouldn't recommend it to eric right and that's not an insult to eric that is uh i know what his after six years of doing this i know what his tastes are and licorice pizza would not be one of those feeling insulted guys yeah no i don't think you'd like this movie eric i'm kidding um 
I feel like the only reason I watch it is because I'm trying to be like a bit of a film completionist, right? Which is why you'd recommend it to me. Well, it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, what, why would you not want to watch it? It was it? nominated for Best Picture and a couple other things. Only because it was him. Exactly. It's not that good. No, it's not that good. <laughs> it's not that good. It's not that good. Rotten Tomato score is like a 71. Really? Okay. Um, well, thanks for watching it finally, though. I tried to watch it because I, I was like, ah, whatever, it's on. It's, it was a couple hours. It wasn't too bad. Rather watch that than the Christmas special from Guardians, but um, yeah, to, it's a it's a not wreck. It's a not wreck. We got two not wrecks in a row. Geez, we got any wrecks? I don't think so. No. Yeah, we might. We got one. Sicario. Well, well, yeah. We're gonna go into our three watch now, guys. Oh. I'm really excited about this because this is the end of round, round two. two. Round two. So let me get this straight. <laughs> round Fight. one, we went. Um, I don't Fincher. have my notes because I'm here and not at home. But we, we went Fincher. First place. Yes. We went Cohen Brothers, second place, and we went to knee third place. Correct. Yeah. Which was seven Fargo mm-hmm. uh-huh. prisoners. Yes. In that order. Yeah. Yes. Seven One, Fargo two, prisoners. Yep. So this time, uh, in this round, we watched The Game, The Big Lebowski, and Sicario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three fantastic movies. I had never watched The Game or Sicario. Which? I had seen. Big Lebowski once. Oh I mean, my God, what a treat for you! I remember when I started reading the Harry Potter books, uh-huh. and you and Laura were both like, "I wish I could erase that from my brain uh-huh. when I was younger and read them fresh again." And I wish I could have watched the game, the Big Lebowski, having only seen it once, mm-hmm. and Sicario fresh. Like mm-hmm. I'm very jealous of Eric. Yeah. yeah. So Sicario, I didn't really know what to expect with this movie. I knew it was about the cartel. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know who was in it. To be honest with you. Which big is star- great. Big stars. Which is great because there's a ton of big stars. And I, for whatever reason, I find the cartel stuff to um, be off-putting. I know that sounds like a really basic thing to say. You don't um, want to hear about it. You don't like movies about it. You don't like shows about I, it. I think I don't. I think like I like the level of violence and the type of violence. It's a little too real. Is a little too real and gross yeah. to me. And like it doesn't. I think I, I kind of shy away from those stories. So, like, when the first five minutes you find um, dead bodies wrapped in plastic bags hidden between the studs behind drywall yeah. in a house. Yeah, it's that's, not, like, what uh, you're, that's go, not what you're here for. Well, we're up to 35 and counting. Yeah. That's just in the main room. You're like, oh, my God. So, I felt like this movie came in playing from behind because I kind of felt like I'm not going to like this. It's going to be gross. I I like action. I like to be spooked sometimes, but I don't like to be grossed out. Yeah, it's kind totally. of it's kind of where I'm at, and I this is well documented on this podcast. Not a slasher guy. No. So I, I was pleasantly surprised with the way that they um, showed you the worst things in ways that made you feel curious instead of disgusted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he was masterful with how we did this. The worst things that you saw in this movie were mostly things that you saw from afar or you heard about secondhand. So, for instance, when they went into Juarez, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go into Juarez for the first Juarez. time. And as they go into Juarez, they um, drive past four mutilated bodies hanging from under a bridge. And that's pretty gross. And if they would have showed me the four mutilated bodies up close, I probably would have looked away. But it was like blurry... Yeah. They were moving. But I was, was like, in the background. And I was like, I need to see this. Like, it, it was and something they do you a couldn't. Fo- they, yeah, they, then they kind of put the focus on the reactions of the characters you're trying to be invested in instead of you having to have that reaction yourself by looking, like, right at it. Yeah, because she's kind of, like, in awe. Yeah. Benicio's, like, Alejandro is, like, 
Welcome to Juarez, and right. the other guy is like because we got em- we got Emily Blunt as Kate, and then we got uh, Benicio del Toro as Alejandro. Alejandro, and I don't remember Josh Brolin's character's name, but he's Mitch a big deal Garver. Too. I didn't no, really <laughs> know. It's Matt Graver. Mitch Garver is the actress okay. for the twins. <laughs> I didn't really know any of their names during the movie, but it didn't really matter. Didn't right. need to matter. I found myself caring about the characters without really knowing anything about them. It wasn't so much about the characters' stories; it was about the characters short journey that we watched and mm-hmm. like the interactions between the US government and the cartel. And I found myself like looking up facts about Mexico and the cartel while I was watching this movie, not because I was bored of the movie, but because I was interested in it. I was looking up what are the most dangerous cities in Mexico and why? Like I was like needed more information on this. And so I found that to be I found it to be like something that I didn't think I was going to be into, and then I was very much into it. Cool. So just uh, I want to add like a couple notes to this. One, this movie was written by Taylor Sheridan, who is um, now infamous for his Yellowstone right. universe, if we want to call it that. So he, I wrote, think he wrote 310 to Yuma, which we all loved. I think everyone loved that. And then he went into this, I think, pretty much right this, after that. And then it was... And then he and then he wrote um, Wind River at some point in there, and yep. then he wrote Hell or High Water. Yeah, eventually, like some bangers, right? For sure, you guys wouldn't know about Wind River, but <laughs> that's a long um, ongoing inside joke there. Uh, no, but like someday maybe this was. Um, I would say Taylor Sheridan's probably like um, coming out party as an elite writer, right? Um, but I don't think this movie works without Denis and the way that he is filming this, and coupled with Roger Deakins. Who's one of the most like infamously great cinematographers right. who did a masterful job which, in this? You know, he did Big Lebowski. He's done every movie on Earth, which sure. is it's actually it's a weird coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we picked three of the greatest directors, and he works with the best director, so it's not that weird. But yes, he's doing the cinematography well, Denis, on almost every movie in the three watch. Denis in two thousand fifteen wasn't anybody at that point, right. really. So to get somebody like Roger Deakins to agree to do his project, it's based a big on deal. What his vision was, yes, it's a very big deal. Very big deal. Yep. So they found, okay, so where are we at in the story? So we go to Juarez. Yes. Um, so she didn't know where she was going to go. She didn't really know why she was invited on this mission. She was told El Paso. But she was upset that her colleagues were killed and she wanted justice. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this was the beginning of my least favorite part of this movie. And it has nothing to do with where they go or the plot of the movie or like the anything outside of her. Um, I think that one of the storylines I hate in movies is like when you, the viewer, are frustrated with the decisions of, like, the main character. And she just pissed me off the whole movie. Like, at every turn, they were kind of like, yep, this is kind of how the world works. It's kind of dirty and terrible, um, but it just is what it is. And she'd be like, no, it doesn't work that way, and I'm not going to let it work that way. And they're like, well, too fucking bad. Like, it is. Like, And I think there was just that. They, they had to go to that a lot because she was so frustrating and she was like the worst part of the movie. Well, I would well, say, hold on. Let me, let well, me. How would you act, man? How would you act if it's like, no, we just got to go kill this person. I know that they don't even have a gun, but, you know, if we do that, it's going to be better later. Like, well, I don't know how you'd act either. I, I would never hold on, hold on. on that let's, mission. Well, let's take, I know that, but she did because she was an FBI agent and she was already like a kind of a badass for rescuing like, you know, Hostages. sex traffickers yeah. and shit like that or sex, people being sex trafficked. So she was already a hard ass. Well, hold on. Let's take a step back, Eric, too. So we're talking about uh, Matt Graver, Josh Brolin's character. The reason she is frustrated is because she is being continuously lied to about what the objectives are, who, what, 
where, when, everything. He changes his story. If you listen to, like, you probably need to watch the movie again. He changes his story probably 35 times in every interaction with Kate, he's telling her something different that mm-hmm. he lied to her about in the previous interaction. And then he lies again, and then he later he's like, oh yeah, I was lying about that too, but you know. And, and so I think that's where her frustration as a character comes out is because she's being told one thing. She's a procedural, like, by the book. It's why she wanted to make the arrest at the bank. It's why she, she's like, we have actionable items. We should take them. And he's mm-hmm. like, eh, bigger picture here. Let's think about this. Um, and so I think that maybe... That was slightly misunderstood. I just think that, like, I think, like, um, a character whose core value is justice is unrelatable to me. Like, their main thing. So, like, every person she was interacting with was like, yeah, like, we understand that that's how things are, but, like, we can't really do that. You know, she even went and told on them at the one point. It was like, we should make an arrest. And the guy was just like, you think you know the rules, but you don't. This is coming from above us. Well, he told her, too. Like, yeah. don't go in the bank. Yeah. But she he, didn't listen. He, yeah. and then, she, Well, she's an idealist, yeah. right? And he's yeah. a realist. And so, I think that's the concept. So I think, like, I, I think, I'm not saying that I thought she was bad. I think just compared to how good everything else was, I found her, la- like, lagging behind. Mm-hmm. Well, she was lagging behind. As an actress, too. Oh, you're just saying her performance? I just think, like, she, she was, was the worst part of this movie. Huh. Um, I thought that... I thought it was Benicio was the best, and <sighs> then Blunt, and then Brolin. Benicio Out of the is, three, when I have won them. an award for this movie. Oh, he was so good. He sold the show. I think that, like, just how they had his character, too, though. Like, she didn't know who he was. She didn't know why he was there. She didn't know who he worked for. And he was so... Like playing both sides, it felt like mm-hmm. that you were constantly thinking, like, is he going to turn on her? Well, is, his... he gonna, is he going to turn on them? Is he playing the other side of this? Is he bad? And like, I think that that yes to was, all of those questions, right? And yeah. is he good? Yes. Is he bad? Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think that that I think was... that's kind of the the one of the cooler parts about it for sure. And I think like that was where the whole movie they were c- kind of trying to give you all of these moments where you doubted him. And then you trusted him. And then, you you know, I think like that was maybe my favorite part of, of the whole thing. Well, was, and then you found out you shouldn't trust him mm-hmm. at the end. Right. Yeah. What did you guys think about when uh, John Bernthal shows up? I was a little confused. Maybe Ryan, who's watched this movie more than I could. <clears throat> so how did he both show up as like a coincidental friend and then he's hanging out and, uh, you know, of, I don't like, think Daniel it was Kaluuya. a qui- I don't think it was a coincidence. But he was a friend of Daniel Kaluuya's. Yeah, I think the, he the was like, Reggie. Yeah. I think he was like a local cop who had known them for a long time who had been turned by the cartel. Okay. And like they like, were like they they were like they, you they need to follow these and... people they're in town. And so then he like showed up and was like, "Let's drink together." Okay. And so I think he was there on purpose. Yeah, I think right. he was there to like follow her and get information. Cuz Be- that was because, an intense scene too. Because he knew Reggie, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya's yeah. character. Okay. I was so a little that, confused. That was the was in. Like, All right. Everybody's yeah. just, I guess, you know, bad. And well, that just... was the part of the don't go into the bank yeah. because then she's on. Because they, they, they saw like. they saw her Got on it. camera, and then I'm sure whoever was like called the Phoenix Police and was like, "Who are these people?" Yeah, and then he told them, and then they were like, "All right, you need to get us information. We need to know how far down this case they are." Okay, okay, and so all right, that helps. That helps. And how about the greatest Wet Willie of all time? Oh, by geez. Alejandro. Yeah. All of the torture was pretty pretty intense in this, but it was um, also like. But it was it wasn't gross to watch. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't I, take much. I really thought that all of that was good and effective. Um eventually you get this intel. And I liked all of the scenes. Like I, I found myself thinking, um, man, I wonder if Denis and whoever else 
I wonder if they had access to like high level government stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like I kind of found myself thinking like, I wonder if they got invited to some like lower level FBI meetings or if they've been along on some of this stuff. It felt very real. It felt yeah. so realistic yeah. that I was kind of like, man, like they must have talked to some really in people who well, could really explain how this works because yeah. I believed every second of it. And right. in even some of the sieges like where, you know, you hear some of like the TAC comms and there's, there's drones overhead and I don't know what kind of drones they were using in this, but and then they've got like the... Um, infrared, yeah. you know, yeah. they've got the night vision stuff. The tunnel, and, the tunnel scene. Well, right. just even when they were following Alejandro to the to the guy's residence too, like yeah. they were like, you know, six left, six remaining targets or whatever. Yeah. And like that shit was like very like felt on point. I'm not in a, the military, obviously never have been. You just love tactical gear. But love you're tactical not. gear, love the tactical sunglasses. <laughs> I LARP as a militia man <laughs> right. on the weekends. No, yeah. um, but I thought it, it all sounded and felt like you were watching a Call of Duty game where they consulted with Navy SEALs on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a couple of scenes I want to ask you about here. Yeah. Because of the score, I thought was so good with like the constant mm. like drums, like the dun, dun, oh, dun, yeah. dun, dun. Really intense. What did you think of the border scene? When they were like driving? Daytime. When like, they were driving and they everywhere. were stopped because the, the, car was, the car was backed up and they, all of them stopped and they're like, okay, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. So I want to just go back a few seconds. The whole thing, the whole driving like scene. Like going to the Going to the picking courthouse. up the, yeah. the guy and then driving back and then being stuck on the bridge and then the whole tent scene on the bridge, I thought was the strongest part of the whole movie. Absolutely, I thought like yeah. at that point, I was kind of like, this is masterful. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Renoir like painting his masterpiece. Yeah, every yeah. second of the time that they went on that whole mission, I was so in. It looked incredible. How they filmed um, the drive uh, and how they filmed the cities and how they showed kind of the scope of how big this was and then like the paranoia of the people. And I mean, these were not just like normal fucking police officers. These were like... Federales, th- These were like the people who do this shit on a daily basis and are like more alive because of it. Like how they fucking live for this adrenaline. Yeah. And just their paranoia like made me feel like I couldn't trust anything. I was searching the screen for shit. Yeah. <laughs> How, how love, think about how they felt exactly yeah. right. How cool did it feel? Like I, I felt like I was on one of the, like the Mexican police trucks. Like yeah. when you're going over those like oh, bumps yeah. and mm-hmm. shit like that. I thought that was that was really well done. But then when they get to the border and they're like gun gun left and like everybody gets out of the car and this guy who's like got glasses and looks super nerdy like wastes four dudes in a car by himself. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, dun, 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 dun. and it's just it's fast. White it's bread brutal. knocked them down. They do the thing that, um, you know, like more artsy movies do which is build tension and then do fast intense violence which mm-hmm. is it feels more realistic feels way more realistic you know it's like the it's like the the you know underground pub scene from um inglorious bastards oh right? sure you build you build you build all this tension and then everybody fucking dies like mm-hmm. quickly, and it's over in 10 seconds which yeah. is just always awesome <laughs> i always love that so you know it's what's more boring than like two people doing in a shootout where they hide behind a thing bam 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 they hide behind a thing Bam, bam, they yeah, can do that yeah. for I hate that stuff. So this had none of that. So any other scenes you wanted to ask about? Um, and then the tunnel, like in, in the in the underground. Okay, so tunnel the tunnel system. was was like cool, and like how they filmed it was cool with like the different. It was very unique. It was, um, but like it, the action didn't really happen. Like you could there was hear really no action. There yeah, wasn't was really much you of... saw. Um, I but I, you weren't supposed to. Yeah. I don't think. I was pretty confused by about all of the stuff with the police officer and the son who wanted to play soccer. Yep. 
I didn't really know what was going on. Maybe I missed a part, or maybe I wasn't paying attention, or so, I don't know. I never really got what was going so on. So he there. was just that guy was working for a competitive cartel, and the U.S. at that point, I think we the audience had found out from Josh Brolin's character mm-hmm. to Kate, like, yeah, you saw that shit. Guess what? The U.S. prefers when this like cartel is in charge of everything. So we're helping to take out their comp- competition because we can at least partner with them and control them because. Twenty percent of Americans love cocaine. Yeah, until so, until twenty percent of America stops snorting the shit up their nose. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that so, right, and so I think that at that point, that guy was delivering tons of coke for a different cartel. Okay, and so they—that's kind of the line that um, Benicio del Toro followed to get to his endpoint, which was fucking amazing. Well, and he and so their interests were mutual, right? Yes. The U.S. government and. Alejandro's yeah so, like you want revenge sounds good like that's what we want as well exactly. we want that family dead and boy was that you know that whole scene I, I think and they like, use the cop to get to the son to then eventually get to the dad yeah I think like the the how used to we as a world are to the violence like when they made a comment like well, you just made the front fucking page and they were like this won't be in any fucking papers not even here yeah, this won't, won't even won't make the back page in El Paso yeah, yeah, and yeah like, that was a huge line and I kind of was like I, to me that's why I was annoyed with her because the whole point of the movie to me was kind of like there's a lot of different evils at play in this movie and there's a lot of people who are working outside of what the law traditionally would say mm-hmm. because that's just how the world works well that's Matt Graver's story is like all of this is just red tape that he's trying to circumvent yeah to to accomplish a goal yeah yep. and so kate is a means to an end i didn't see him as a villain benicio no no no, no i didn't oh. really Brolin. see any of them as villains. oh yeah right i think that that was the cool part of the movie i didn't really see anyone as a villain i kind of just saw everyone is playing their role in a really fucked up messy like yeah. situation world yeah. kind of thing yeah, yeah. like yeah. i just kind of was like everyone's kind of just doing their fucking job and it's a mess and that's it. Like, I wasn't, like, good guys and bad guys. Everyone was just kind of shades of gray, and she was just, like, too much of a, like, you know, she believed in... The, well, she was too naive. Yeah, he was, yeah. like, moved to a fucking small town where justice still exists. Well, I was like, oh, that was great. Well, <clears throat> and so I just want to, like, tout some of the details. So that would be that would be the last scene I want to ask you about, was the final scene with um, Emily Blunt and Benicio Del Toro, and... Um, He's obviously wearing a glove on one hand only, which means he's got her gun. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. and if you notice, when he puts the gun up to her chin, he's holding it in an um, like an, an awkward way <sighs> because that's how she would hold it if she was going to kill herself mm. because she's right-handed. So it would they be facing that everything. direction. I thought that was so interesting. And he even says like, you know, if you don't sign this, you're going to commit you're gonna, suicide. You're, committed, suicide. you're committing suicide. Right, right. Which I, is like a very Russian way of doing things. I like, loved it, though. Yeah. And like, I didn't think he was bad even in that moment. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't. I know. But like, I just Because kept you being, saw the evil already. You I just started with like, 35 bodies in a house. You're like, okay, well, this is what they're up against. Yeah, I was just kind of like, yeah, he. this is his fucking job. And like, she was just being like, I'm going to tell everyone. And I can't sign that. If... If he broke into my house and was like, sign this, blame well, yourself, I'd have been like, deal. Yeah, after yeah. everything that she had been through, <laughs> right. I'd be like, how many pens do you have and where <laughs> yeah. should I sign? She was so annoying to me in that she moment. Was I was t- like, just sign really? the fucking I thought thing. she was cool right up until I the end. I it was good. Yeah, I, I didn't get those same vibes from you. Um, I, I'm glad so she signed it. What I got was that... And then she was like, you know, there was that cool moment. This is the very last scene where she's pointing a gun at him, you know, and she has a chance to take a shot and she chooses not to because ultimately you need to let this guy do what he's going to do because 
as ugly as it is, it's for the best, right? And he even turns to give her like a look, the broad like, shot. Yeah, broad like, side, do you like, want it? Go do ahead. it. Yeah, like um, you think I care? So I point? thought that the character, not to do too much more of a deep dive, I thought that she was still like trying not to be broken by what the system is. And so she was still holding on to like the last threads of her idealistic nature that she had, Mm -hmm. which is why he said, you should move to a small town. Love that. This is the land of wolves. You're not a wolf. And this is the land of wolves now. And it's good. Yeah. Go back to your really intense FBI job. Exactly. Less. Yeah. That, that was all really good. One, one, hey, you have to minus one point because that, this is a, a trope I hate. It's such a minor detail. When they're in the bar, she goes up to the bar and just says, yeah, Two beers. Wh- two beers. God, I hate that. They need to say, well, what kind of beer do you want? Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's just minus one. That but, must be a um, a licensing Oh, yeah. They don't want to pay anybody. Yeah. So, you know. Just, and, the, and the people are like, it's a, it's a movie about killing how many people? And they're like, well, no, listen. Just say like real whiskey and then you're good to go. Yeah. In Bev, calm down. We can put Budweisers in these. You know, <laughs> it's funny you notice that. Um, yeah, man, what a, what a great movie. So, should we point it? Yeah. Okay. I have so many more questions, but I know we're out of time. But yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yes. So I really liked this movie. I wasn't really expecting to like it. Um, I would give this movie a ninety-three. Whoa! Ooh, very strong. Way higher than I thought. I thought very that strong. the I thought that some of the violence, like with the the guy with the head blown off at the beginning where like no. the top of his head was missing. <laughs> yeah, I was right. like, Eric is going to, that's our, that's already five points off. <laughs> yeah, immediately. You, I, I, You're watching it like, Oh God, I really this. liked this movie. Yeah. I, I was so pleasantly surprised with every second of it. Um, I was, I was being hard on her. I mean, she was good in the role. It's a, it's a masterpiece. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. And it, I just think like he took such a big step up from, from prisoners. He made the leap. He made oh, the leap. Oh God. Yeah. He <laughs> made I mean, the for leap. a second, major yeah. feature film yeah he made the leap 93 that's what i had written down i just showed eric yeah, on did. my notepad it's a 93 you. um i think it's perfect it's a great movie it's a 95 for me beautiful but i agree with you but i'm adding two points of bias uh like like because i'm i love denis and this style of directing yeah. and the deacons and like the even like the dog barking in the in the scene and you're just like there's so much tension there's so How much about tension. when josh brolin is going into the interrogation and he's whistling dixie oh my god like dude. a straight fucking psycho psychopath dude. and um, then just good stuff when he goes to torture the guy and he's like why are you looking at me for no habla in gays in glace, remember yeah and benicio's like just like right in the dude's grill with his wiener <laughs> it's very uh yeah right Oh, a little my strange, God. but anyway, yep, ninety-five for me, so we'll call it an average of ninety-four, right? For because we got a round, yep. Um, well, beautiful. I mean, I guess so. This is the end of round two. Round two. Round two. So I confidently I think I know, know how this is going to go. I confidently know my ranking. Okay, go well, first. Then, then just go, do it. Go first. Uh, I'm going to go with my number three. It's the game. Yeah, easily. Sure. I it's, think that's going to be all three of us. For okay? sure, number three. Okay, I, across the board, all yeah, of us. Let's yeah. just do that. Let's get, now it gets interesting, though. So so that would mean um, last time we had uh, three, three, and two, so eight uh, for Fincher, and now Fincher's at 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, I thought for number my number two is The Big Lebowski. Okay, interesting. I, I like The Big Lebowski a lot. Of course. Um. It just wasn't on the same level as Sicario, I think. <laughs> I'm so well, surprised. so different. I the mean, movies are so different. A little tonal differences between the two. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Okay. So you have yours. And look, I mean, mine is going to be Big Lebowski 1. I promise I won't pick 
uh, Coen Brothers every time. But I mean, these first two are just some of my absolute favorites. Uh, Lebowski, and then it goes Sicario, which was beautiful. I also gave it a 93. I only gave a 95 to, to Big Lebowski. They're not that different. And then, you know, a drop off to like 80 something for, for uh, the game. Agreed. I'm with, I mean, I gave the Big Lebowski a 99. I can't, we know what's going to happen here. I can't. Yeah. It's, it's Lebowski, Sicario. So you gave it 99. Do you looking back now watching Sicario, do you feel like you should take a point? No. Just no. Nope. 90 99 and 95. I think it, I think those scores are exactly where I pictured them in like sorry. I would say I think those scores reflective of what I recently watched are exactly where they should be. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right. So So 15 for Cohen Brothers. You think they're still going to win by just being in the middle? Well, they got first that time. They did, yeah. This time they did, yeah. And then... Um, Which, come on, Big Lebowski deserves it. And then we had 3, 6, 10. So right now we're at Coen Brothers 15. Mm-hmm. We're at uh, Fincher 11. Yep. And we're at Denis 10. Okay. Through right. two rounds. And so this is really interesting. And it's going to get crazy because... I think Denis is going to get better. He's going to have a late run here. Mm-hmm. And so... We'll Arrival see. will be interesting. I do like the movie. We'll see. I only watched it one time, so... Uh, but then you got Dune and um, what, something else from two. I think we got one more. So. Uh, Twenty forty nine. Oh, shit, the Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. Um. Mm. What a run, baby. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. We'll I see know. what Eric, Eric. Have you watched Twenty Forty Nine? Yeah. Okay. In theaters. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, can't wait. Another great round. At the end, we'll also just like let's just pick our favorite round too. We'll just yeah. look back at each group of three and pick one. I gotta be honest, the game is hurting this one. The game, yeah, yeah it is. Know, it's bringing so, us down. Well, Fincher, come on, baby, step your shit up. So Dude, we're just trying to pick like for like here. Yeah. Our beginning of round three is Fincher, and it's Fight Club. Oh Jesus! So watch okay. Fight Club. Fincher, gonna, <laughs> what's next? Fincher gonna win this round? Yeah, dude. I was gonna say. Here comes Fincher with the <laughs> the push. So this this round we have Fight Club with the first spot. Mm-hmm. Then for Coen Brothers, we're going to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh shit. And then arrival from Denny. Okay, I'm gonna All go right. ahead and say this. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an Eric. I have never seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou. You oh, haven't? It's no, sick. never. It's so it's really goofy and funny. You'll really like it. It's um, Clooney, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Clooney. Oh, dude, that's so funny. I have Man, never seen that's it. So exciting. Yeah. That for, the only movie I haven't seen was Prisoners. I already watched it, so yeah. now I'm 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 fully caught up. It's, this is the only one I haven't seen too. Oh my god! But I so wanted to save fun. it for when we were previewing it yeah Yeah. dude so much fun can't wait another great round all right guys two great pods this week go back check out our sports cast where we talk about the 10 and 2 minnesota vikings we talk about the world cup and more Uh, until next week thanks for hanging out with us your good friends here at the northeast podcast